This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You wouldn't happen to have any uh, purple worm poison, would you? Funny you should ask. Why, I just got a shipment in this past week. Once you show the gold, she takes out this vial. Sure not to break that. You return through the teleporter, once again feeling that now familiar sensation of being lifted off your feet and jerked through space. You finally arrive, sprawled across the floor of the Nanept Merchant's Guild's teleportation chamber. Enemies of the crown! What? Attack! What the heck? Hey man, can we please have the keys? So technically he's indifferent. Well, if he's indifferent, I'll just gently take the keys off of the keychain. He and I make eye contact, and I'm going to use my ogre gauntlets. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and take these. If he's got keys on him, you don't see any sign of them. Pick the guy up and bring him out. <laughs> you are strong enough for that. I actually might consider kidnapping him. You should definitely <laughs> consider that. Kidnapping is the right choice here. Um, good, good sir, excuse me, my name's Tokus, and, uh, would you please kindly hand your keys over to me? Because if you don't, I will kidnap you. I'm gonna just start with asking him for the keys politely, with my negative two charisma. Okay, <laughs> make a persuasion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will be very persuasive. <laughs> Alright, so I rolled a two. Session insp. So that would be a zero. Session insp. Nope, too late. Oh, se- uh, it's already too late to session in. So, okay, so you got a zero on your persuasion. Zero. I got a zero on my persuasion. Dude, you just got to reach inside the robes. I'm sorry, man. You just got to do it. Your eyes have failed you. Your mouth has failed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your eyes, your mouth. You're running out of senses here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Listen, listen. I know I'm not being very convincing. You're coming with me unless you give me the keys. I don't want to have to do it. <laughs> I don't think you can continue to try to make persuasions here. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna gently grab him and throw him over my shoulder, which is I'm sure <laughs> yes. a hilarious sight because yes. I'm so small. This is awesome. This is the greatest thing that has ever happened in this episode <laughs> of our show. <laughs> All right. Well, he's not just going to sit there and let you do it. So try to make a grab. Oh, come on. He's indifferent. Sure. I'll, I'll do a much easier check for Tokus. He's going on a ride. Who gets the joy of a ride on someone else's shoulders? I rolled a natty twins. Natty natty twins. Yeah. Wow. Boom. Right. So That's the 20 we needed. Seeing that the conversation is going nowhere, you just reach over, grab him around the waist, which is you know shoulder level for you, toss him over your shoulder, and turn around <laughs> towards the door seeing all the guards looking at you now as you're carrying this guy. <laughs> yes. Yes, lower your shoulder and let's do this. <laughs> Use him as a battering ram. This is perfect. I was going to say, like, could I, um, how does that work if you've got a captive that's a friendly to the enemy? He's not, man. Like, he's indifferent. Is he potentially liable to take he's damage because he's on me or? Well, it doesn't matter because you're going to be out of the room before it, it, it makes a difference. Yeah, I actually, I'd like to use my movement action to move towards the door, but not incur attacks. Okay, so you're going to get on the other side of the line of guards? Yeah, I want to get as close as I can to the door without incurring an opportunity attack. Okay, and are you going to action surge or are you ending your turn? Um, action surging might be good. Dude, action surging sounds real good right now. <laughs> My whole plan didn't involve taking the guy with me because I just wanted the keys so that I could misty step back through this line of guards and get out of here. Um, I can't do that. Uh, I have other ideas, though. What if, but like all great uh, heist movies... Things don't go to plan. Yeah, I, right. I was going to... So, yeah, if I Misty, he doesn't come with me, correct? I believe that's correct. Right. If you jump, he does, though. I know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I use the ring of jump. You got to, man. Jump over the line of guards and then charge through the door. And jump kick the door at the same time. Yes. Do a flying jump kick through the door. I believe that's your best option. <laughs> also, your awesomest. <laughs> By coincidence. Yeah, so I, I can't take him with me if I misty. Is that true? That's true. The jump spell is also a bonus action, so you wouldn't right. be able to cast that mm. since you're already mistied. Yeah, so I should just hold tight and try to use him as a meat shield if mm. that's allowable in game terms. Yeah. 
You've got a metal shield, so probably not worthwhile. While you got him over your shoulder, give him a little shake and see if you hear a jangle. I feel like I've already used all my different things. You haven't used your hearing yet. (laughs) How's my jump even if I don't use the ring of jump? Like, what is it again? It's like three times my strength? That's with the ring of jump. Usually it's just your strength score, I believe. Or your strength bonus? I can't remember. So, long jump... With a 10-foot run, the distance is equal to your strength. Standing jump is half as long. For high jump, it's 3 plus your strength modifier with a running start, or half as much with that. And, and I'm sure there's negative ramifications with a body on my back. So maybe, maybe maybe I should just wait. Okay, so you run right up to all the guards and wait. Or you could just be brave and, uh, you know, take the attacks and get to the door. I mean, if I action surge, couldn't I just move around them? Or are they all barricading the door, basically? Yes, if you action surge, you can move around them. You could... Squeeze past some of the ones that aren't fighting and get to the door. You could go to your right and then cut around the side of the line of guards and then make it to the door, only taking, like, one attack. Right, but if I action surge, I know it doesn't refresh my bonus action, but doesn't it refresh, like, my item interaction and that kind of stuff? Just your action. It just refreshes my action, so I could use my extra action to do the secret knock correct? Yes. Yeah, but you have to also get to the door. That's two separate things. Right, right, right. So I'm saying, if I surge, I'll sneak around, knock on the door. That's two things. Going around is a dash. Oh, sneaking is counting as my action? Yeah. But the door's an item interaction. Have you item interactioned yet this turn? I I think Thane's ruling that I've done too many things. I'm just gonna sit tight. You've already done quite a bit. True. I've I've done so much. I mean, if I action surge, what I should do is just take the dodge action. Yeah, you've come so far, Tokus. Which I, I feel like these guys haven't hit me once. I think it's okay, even if all the active ones come at me. I think I'll still be up. You'll be so, fine, dude. Do do your worst. Ezla. All right. Uh, the doors are closed, so we can't really see what's happening in, in there, right? Yeah, but I'm so nervous that I'm, like, periodically, like, when I don't hear a bunch of guards pounding on the door, I'm, like, periodically peeking through to make sure Tokus is okay. I think we're pretty consistently hearing uh, guards pounding on the door, aren't we? No, No. they're not near the door. Okay. Well, I don't know if there's anything we can really do. You could hand out some bardics, couldn't you? Oh, that's true, I could. Don't you get those back after a short rest? Yeah, I do. But we're basically just waiting for Tokus to come out, right? Correct. But they're they're making strength checks to keep the doors barricaded, right? We will be if the guards start trying to force their way through. Shaba's strength isn't so good. You could theoretically bardic Shaba. My strength is good when it comes to push, pull, drag, and lift. But, yeah, not not with raw strength checks. Then he could bardic... I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with ideas for you, Brian, to to what you spend your turn on. You could inspire yourself. Okay, well, I'll, I'll do this. I uh, use my action to cast message and whisper to Tokus and say, Tokus, are you all right in there? Yeah, man. Dude, I, okay, I couldn't get the keys, but I kind of got the keys. Okay, that's <laughs> weird. I don't understand. Awesome. <laughs> um, but you're like, you're coming out, right? Yeah, I'm hoping to come out next turn, which will be in six seconds. You can only send one message each way. That's all you get. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I will bonus action, inspire Shava. Okay. Thanks, Hesla. I'll hold this door shut real good. Please do. I need to look up this guy's name that you're picking up and carrying now. <laughs> oh, yeah, real quick. Can you tell me your name? I mean, I did just take you hostage, so I'd like to, I'd like to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, I know this is our first date, but uh, I should know your name at least, shouldn't I? So, you, uh, you live around here? Or? <laughs> yeah, so uh, what do you do when you're not working? What kind of what kind of food do you like? I'm kind of hungry. We should, we should go get some, some noms. <laughs> really didn't want it to come to this, man. I mean, I just wanted the keys. I didn't want you. Just what every girl wants to hear on a first date. Oh, here's Elevard. So Elevard starts pounding on your back. Put me down. I'm kicking his legs. Let me down. Let me go. So he's not attacking you, but he's struggling to try to get out. I I gently tighten my grip. (laughs) I like how all of these aggressive actions are preceded by gently... I gently ripped the key ring off of his belt. All right, Stripey is still guarding the door. Indeed. Shouldn't you guys like be doing a like set an action to let Tokus through instead of just holding the door? Couldn't That's they? That's a good point. Thane be setting a reaction. Yeah. Couldn't they ready their action to let me through to open the door? Yeah, I don't think I've had a turn yet since you've gone. So 
when that's a good point. When my turn comes around, I'll ready my action for when you get to the door. Right, so a couple of the guards come up to you, saying, "Hey, let him go." Put him down. We, we can't let you get away with that. I, he didn't give me the keys. It's not my fault. <laughs> he made me do it. This is so nice. Like I like being in a country where I can just freely speak to people. <laughs> yeah, not having to have a translator. Uh, one of the guards attempts to grab Elevard, but rolls a natural one. All awesome. right. Elevard kicks him in the face as he's trying to get him. <laughs> <laughs> and then two of the hostile guards make attacks on you. They better not hit Elevard. I'll, I'll never forgive them. <laughs> and they both roll terribly, getting a lot of bad rolls. So they both miss. Shava? All right. I will ready an action to open the door when Tokus gives the knocking signal. Okay. Tokus, there are still guards between you and the door. Right. Okay, so I do have my bonus action back. We were talking about the ring of jump, but I need some amount of ability to move right before I jump, don't I? No matter what type of jump it is. Um, with the jump spell and no running start, your vertical height, your vertical jump would be ten and a half feet standing high jump. <laughs> seems, uh, seems pretty good. Not too bad. Is that going to be negatively impacted by me carrying Alivar? Alivar, um... Not according to the rules, as long as he's within your your weight allowance. Carrying capacity. I mean, even if it is a few couple feet off of that, then that's still over the heads of the guards. Perfect. Just shove him into the satchel. All right, so I will (laughs) shrink, ready the ring of jump and activate and cast jump on myself as a bonus action. And uh, I do let him know, hang on tight. This is going to be a bumpy ride. We're experiencing some turbulence at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Please buckle your seatbelts. Yes. Everybody buckle your seatbelts, please, and we're going to be uh, taking off at a nice, cool temperature of... All right, here we go. <laughs> and I launch myself over the guards. Uh, we're crescendoing to 30,000 feet. Uh, crescendoing? Uh, crescendoing, yes. We're reaching the, the pinnacle of our flight. That's what all pilots say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what fancy pilots say, anyway. All right. So, Tokus... Charge the ring, crouch momentarily, and then spring over the heads of the guards, Woo-hoo. landing directly behind them on the other side. <laughs> it's a me, Tokyo. If I can, <laughs> I'll like smack one of the guards with my with my greaves, like kick him in the back of the head. And and if not, I'll just I'll taunt them. Hey, you suck! You're the worst. Your whole point is you're trying to avoid attacking anyone. So, and I think <laughs> we've done successfully that. I think we've managed to hold on to Aslo's spell this whole time, somehow. Correct. Up until you kick someone in the head? Yeah, I don't want to kick anybody, no. <laughs> I, I just, I jeer. I'll jeer and taunt at them. <laughs> All right. You've never seen a flying gnome before. All right, so you're at the door. Yes, you're at the door. Yep, uh, I'm going to knock on the side that I think is Shaba's side. Okay. Uh, and it is going to be a nice little... Uh, Oh, when I hear that, I immediately open the door. Tokus, it's you. I knew it. Get, get out of here. Yes, it's me. Quick. Oh, okay. I, I brought a friend. Uh, what are you doing <laughs> carrying the operator of the teleportation station? I couldn't find the keys, so I figured I'd just take him with me. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out, I guess. <laughs> All right. Good job improvising. <laughs> yeah. So you run out through the doors. Stripey, find the keys. And I slam the door behind him. No, no, we can just ask him. Can you can you lock the door, please? This guy looks pretty indifferent to me. Why would I lock the doors? Because there's a bunch of people who want to kill us in there. Yeah, like, if you don't, then we have to do a search. We don't want to have to do a strip search. That's so awkward. Can you just, can you just give us the keys, please? We're going to get killed. Yeah, locked, unlocked. I don't know. It's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> he doesn't feel inclined to help you, especially since you just picked him up and carried him away. Look, I'm, I'm really sorry that it had to be like this. If you'd just given me the keys from the beginning. I mean, like, you have, you have, you are one of the most loyal soldiers or employees that we've met in the whole campaign. I mean, come on. Where's, where's your self-preservation? <laughs> Why do you care so much about the integrity of the Merchant's Guild and the teleportation circle? Just... Please give us the keys. What do you call the seams of someone's robes? Are those lapels, like a jacket? If we just grab the lapels of his robe and part them, can we see the keys on his belt? <laughs> okay, well, it's not your turn. You just If you don't give us the keys, we're going to kill you and use you as a doorstop to hold this door shut. 
Yeah, you don't want to get him angry. Shaba likes to collect heads of his <laughs> defeated foes and ears. And I don't want to let this guy go. I'm still holding on to the guy. I don't trust him to stay with us. Yeah. All right. So as the all right, I would like to cast another little spell that I've barely used this entire campaign, called Mage Hand. <laughs> a spectral hand appears. You're going to frisk him with a mage hand? Might as well. It's a little less personal than my own hand, right? <laughs> so yeah. cast mage hand, and I send it on in there and see if there are any keys. <laughs> you can't go to jail for using a mage hand, I, I imagine. <laughs> oh, this is so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> super, super awkward. Hey, he brought all this awkwardness on himself, Okay. He, if you just given the keys, <laughs> he refused to cooperate. <laughs> Listen, dude, let's just get this over with, okay? None of us like the situation. All right, um, make an investigation check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a twelve plus uh, one. 13. Making this way more awkward than it needed to be, okay? You don't think your hand, your mage hand, found any keys on him either? Okay. Oh gosh, does he not have keys? Did we just assume that there were keys? I just, I ask him, do you not have the keys on you? I have, I have my house keys. Why would I need to... <laughs> because you're the operator of the teleportation station And ostensibly you don't leave it open overnight when you're not here So who locks and unlocks the teleportation center? Whoever's the guard on duty at night and in the morning Well, who might that be today? So you're telling me one of those guards in there has the keys? One of them should, someone by the door oh, Great Can you tell us who? Alright, let's line up every guard We'll, <laughs> you know, check each one for the keys Systematically. Yeah, all right, it's doorstop time. If we just start running, they're going to come after us. Yeah. Uh, we survey. We do a quick survey of the room. Are there any carts nearby? Yeah, there's a couple of carts maybe 15 feet down the hall. All right, there we go. Run down there, grab a cart, push it in front of the door. Uh, should I let go of our hostage and not have him be a hostage anymore? Yes. Let him run away. Yeah. Okay, well, we're still in initiative order for the moment. Okay, so it's my turn. I cast Mage Hand. Um, I'll start running over toward a cart. I mean, we could switch me out with one of our door holders. I'll be a stronger door holder. That's true. Uh, Aslo, you and Stripey go down the hall, lash the cart to Stripey, while Tokus and I hold the door. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can just pick it up and move it. Okay. Or that, too. But it would be cooler <laughs> if Stripey was like a pack horse with a cart lashed I think that would take far longer. <laughs> He's like moving like one inch. He's like, ugh. <laughs> 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 taking one step at a time. All right, so Stripey's turn then... Is he going to stay by the door? He will valiantly ready an action for when Tokus moves into his space, or ready is prepared to move into his space so that he can move out of that space at that point. Okay. So now the guards start trying to open the doors, and Shaba, you're trying to hold them shut? Oh, yeah. Were you saying about being a Goliath and your push and pull strength? Uh, I push, pull, drag, and lift as though I were a large creature, but it doesn't affect my strength checks. Well, you, ha you have been bardically inspired. I also have session insp. All right, so make your check. Strength check? Um, which do I use here? Should I use my session or my bardic? Well, you could roll it and see what it comes up. That's the flexibility of the bardic. Or, I mean, maybe you should inspiration, and then if you still need the bardic. Yeah. I don't know, it's up to you. I think that's the safer play. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, is to session insp first. Oh, that's a real bad roll. Um, my highest with my strength... Uh, is Oh, it's not a save, it's a strength check, right? That's even worse. I kind of want to look up my, uh, my Goliath-y thing. Weren't you just telling us all that it might not affect this? Yeah, it might not, but I don't know for sure. I mean, how bad was your roll? I mean, it wasn't that bad. Uh, let's see, size... Count as one size large when determining your carrying capacity and the weight you can push, drag, or lift. I mean, I'm pushing on the door, but that's, I guess, not the same. All right, I'm going to have to use the bardic. Okay, that's a good roll. Uh, so my total is Are a, you rolling the upgraded bardic? Yes. Level? Uh, D8, Okay, correct? it's a D8, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. my total is a 16. All right. Shava leans into the door to try to keep the guards out, and you feel it momentarily push open... And you can feel them banging on the door, and it's kind of okay. pushing back a few inches each time. But you're holding it shut, mostly. <sighs> All right, nice. And took us. Okay, I also don't necessarily trust this guy like you guys seem to have. Just because he told us all he has on him is house keys doesn't mean that's what he has. 
That's true. Is there, I mean, I'm not very good at the charisma checks, but is there any way that Tokus could try to discern if he was being truthful about the state of his keys? Tokus, at this point, you either have to, like, violate him and feel around his waist, or you have three things. You can just forcefully try to find the keys, you can kill him, or you can let him go. I'm going to try to discern if he was lying. I don't think you're that good at that, though. I think you're much better at any of those other three options. (laughs) I'm... Okay, so it's a wisdom check, correct? Not charisma? Yes. I have a zero, not a negative two to that type of check. Ooh. Oh, well, in that case... (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to try to discern if he was lying to us. Why don't I do that? Because I have my empathic ability that I can just use, and I could have, you know, used... When he said that. I mean, okay, hold on. Do I have to let go of him in order to focus on the door? I have two hands. Couldn't I have just continued to hold him and then also push the door in Stripey's stead? I'm, like, really strong and stuff. This is, like, one of the things Tokus does. Yeah, you could just lean into the door probably instead of using your hand on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hang on to this guy because I'm not sure that we're done with him like you guys think we are. We are, we are in a nation that is very different from where we left it, and... I mean, you guys might feel morally wrong about this, but I don't think Tokus would. I'm going to I'm going to hang on to this guy and I'm going to switch places with Stripey and push the door shut. I don't want to I I don't want to let him go at least until we've really exhausted the keys. And I don't know if he's telling us the truth. He wasn't compliant with me before. I don't I, those could be the keys. To be fair, I suggested slitting his throat, so I don't think morality is really the issue here. It's more expediency. <laughs> well, you only said that because you're a Goliath and you're ruthless. I'm <laughs> okay. merely saying fair. that it's not time for us to let him go, I think. Let's let's fully exhaust. We have enough players here to hold the door and check into the key situation. Or we could uh, get some information out of him, maybe. I'm not sure. You could move into the doorway while still holding him. That's my plan. Okay. Then Stripey will yield. Alright, so, Aslo, you are back by one of the carts. Yes. Uh, next to a merchant who looks very confused at you and everything that's happening. Uh, yes, I say, pardon me, sir, I just need to borrow this for one moment. I'm not stealing, I'm just relocating. I shout, Aslo, why don't you tell him what's gone wrong? Something horrific came through the uh, teleportation plane into our realm. There's no time. I grab the card and I start moving it over to in front of the door. <laughs> it's like a giant tentacle monster. We need, to, we need to secure the area. Make it like we're the good guys. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any, any point, really. It's just chaos at this point. I'm just gonna try to move the card over there. <laughs> Alright, so you grab the cart and start wheeling it towards the door. You could push it there. Shabo would have to move out of the way, start actually blocking it off. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, whatever angle it is, I'll arc it around so that the wheels are not going in the same direction that the door would open from. Yeah. You know, do it uh, perpendicular. Um, but then, yeah, I'll, however that works mechanically, I'll push it into place as Shabo moves out of place. All right, so Shabo pulls back and you wheel the cart into his spot. Strapey? Um don't know that there's much Stripey can help with. I think we can start running now. Couldn't Stripey brace the cart while we get it in place? We could, yeah. I think it is in place, isn't it? It's mostly in place. It's only blocking one of the two doors at the moment. Okay. Yeah, and Tokus is on the other one. Um, Stripey's just going to move around to flank with the operator in case he tries to flee. I mean, he's still being held. It's not, he's not actually... Oh, okay, that's right. Okay. So, well, he'll still get, he'll get on the outside of uh, Tokus. So can't animal companions do, like, intimidation checks? Uh, I mean, technically he doesn't have that as a skill, but he could. I mean, couldn't he intimidate this guy and we start to work him over? Intimidation is charisma, right? Yeah. Take a guess at what Stripey's charisma is. Minus two? Minus three. (laughs) Wow, he's even worse than me. Yeah. Hard to believe. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of things you could do with his turn. Yeah. Um, no, he'll just swing around wide and, and play backup in case anybody comes through or anybody runs away or he'll be sort of the, the outfielder. All right. Got one more round of pounding on the door. Uh, Tokus, give me your strength checks. Gladly. It's going to be an 18. Oh, yeah. So they continue ramming the doors, but between you and the cart, the doors are holding fast. Shaba look peers over the cart at Tokus and like Tokus, have I ever told you that you're so strong? Uh, not lately, but I'll take that as Goliath inspiration. <laughs> it is Goliath inspiration. Believe that, son. I'll wink back at Shaba. <laughs> so at this point, are you just gonna 
kind of finish finagling the cart into place and running? Yes. Yep, exactly. Yes. yes. Let's do that. And we're going to bring our hostage with us. Ah! Right, guys? Lift up a shout. Two hostages. Ah, two yeah. hostages. <laughs> <laughs> to our new pastime. Hostages. Yay! We're already in trouble. So we hand this other guy a drink and ask him to toast with us. <laughs> yeah, pour a pint for everyone. The hostages. We're, we're already in trouble with the guards just for existing. So I yeah. don't see the problem with taking the hostage. Actually, yeah, it can't get worse than guards wanting to kill us on sight. <laughs> like it literally cannot get worse than that. So I'm not too worried. Yeah. So I'm really sorry, pal, but we're going to take you as hostage because they're trying to kill us. Yeah, you're the unlucky one. You figure the cart's probably not going to hold for too long, but it should save you a good 20 or 30 seconds. So you start sprinting down the halls as fast as you can, weaving in and out of the line of merchants. Wait, 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 time, time out, time out. Can we, can we talk? Uh, while we're running, yes. Yeah, okay, so while, while we're running, Atokus wants to whisper over to Aslo, Hey, buddy, listen, if we go anywhere, we're in trouble. Like, can you do something? I mean, I, I have things I can do, yeah. Most of them have to deal with, like, uh, people, though. Can't you just turn us all invisible and we'll let this guy go? Uh, no, I considered taking greater invisibility, uh, but that was a... I decided to take a different spell instead at 8th level. Oh, man. Uh, Shaba, there are things that you can do, aren't there? I can, yes, but... What's your highest level spell slot? Mine? Yeah, no, I think that does work, actually, because invisibility is a second level slot, and I can cast up to fourth. Oh, holy crap, so dude. you can turn three of you invisible. Well, yeah, three. Uh, okay, I cast Pass Without Trace. Yeah, so the Pass Without Trace could be really clutch, because I'll give away our position, even if we're invisible, with my clamber clatter. That's true. I'll Pass Without Trace all of us, and then you cast, yeah, invisibility on all of us except Stripey. And it, you're not going to be able to cast it on this uh, hostage, right? We're going to let this guy go? Correct. That's correct, yeah. So if you upcast it to fourth level, it'll get all four of us? Three people. At second, it says, as a second level spell, I get one person. For each spell slot level above second, I get one additional target. So you're going to target the three of us sans Stripey. Correct. Exactly. Well, what's Stripey going to do? Climb a tree or something. He'll be fine. Maybe you tell Stripey we'll come back and get him or something. Or... I mean, he does have a burrowing speed of 10 feet, you guys. So he can do that. Do you want him to just follow us underground? <laughs> yeah. He'll just, uh, he'll just dig a hole and... Uh... And hide, hide out. Lay low, as it were. All right, so Stripey, like, or Shaba, you bend over and give Stripey a treat and, and like, do the hand signals for mm-hmm. burrowing. For burrowing, It's like, yeah. like you make, like, a drill with your hand. <laughs> right. That's the way it's going to have to be. That's the best we can do. So I'm going to set this guy down and say, listen, really sorry how that turned out. Man, they, they really should give you the keys. That blows my mind yeah. that you didn't have the keys. But listen, like, forget this all happened. Hopefully you're still chilled out from that spell. Really <laughs> sorry this happened. And uh, yeah, man, I, I just hope you're not traumatized from this experience. And uh, Hey, sorry we couldn't uh, keep you hostage longer. We would really love to get to know you. But yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, things change. And uh, if you follow this link on this business card, you can you can give us a review. Let people know how you uh, like the AAA team services. How did you enjoy the services of the AAA team today? Tell us what you really thought of us. All right. Well, he looks happy to be put down finally. <laughs> he brushes himself off somewhat, looking a little undignified. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't too bad either. <laughs> I'm indifferent. <laughs> I've had better. Glad to be rid of you and through this situation. <laughs> just like makes an awkward face and just like sidesteps away. <laughs> like, well, that was super weird. See you guys. I guess you're not really paying attention to what he's doing because you're probably still running. Yeah. Yeah, we just keep running. <laughs> Dokus just throws him off his shoulder like upside down while he's <laughs> running <laughs> by the legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need him anymore. <laughs> Into a pile of hay, though. <laughs> right, all right. Yeah, I, I actually, I will toss him into some, like, merchant's goods or hay, like Brian said. Yeah, there, there's probably merchant stands all over the place. Just toss him into one of those stands. I'll toss him into the vegetable stand where he lands on the, something nice <laughs> <Perfect>. and soft. <laughs> That'll break his fall. A handful of other guards around the area, just in the merchant's guild, notice you running, and they look concerned, but none of them immediately move to attack. I call out and point behind us, they're trying to kill us, that's why we're running. And then we keep running. <laughs> I still think my cover story was good. Like, something came through the portal. We all have to run. Yeah, but yours isn't true. Mine is. 
that's the, <laughs> that's the only difference, really. Yeah, that's true. Then I'd have to make a deception check. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So you cast invisibility. I guess this is probably while you're still inside the guild building. Yeah, as soon as we round a, a corner in the in a hallway or something, I'll just reach out one hand on each of them, cast invisibility. I put Stripey into the baby carrier that I've been knitting uh, for myself to wear him, so that he's just now yeah, Papu. So he's just now a floating badger <laughs> in the air, jouncing <laughs> up and down as I run. All right, so you're carrying Stripey. I mean, how does burrowing work? Uh, he's not going to be able to burrow through the building. No, he's got to be outside, but he does have a burrowing speed of 10 feet, so technically he can move 10 feet per round underground. Which is insanely fast. It is. Very fast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really cool. (laughs) So, when you burst out of the guild hall into the open air, you taste the familiar salty ocean air as it fills your lungs. Home sweet home. (sighs) But there's something else buried in that scent. Mm. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Death. After a moment, you recognize the faint smell of burning pitch and black smoke. Uh Uh-oh. You don't see any signs of where this might be coming from, but you can smell it on the air. So where are you headed? Are the streets filled with the usual crowds um, just going about their daily business? How do the buildings look? Do we see smoke on the horizon? Um, Any signs of fighting or struggle. You take a moment to assess your surroundings. You do notice an unusually high military presence on the streets. Uh, It looks like townspeople are trying to go about their daily business, but there's a vague malaise hanging over everyone. What does a military presence mean specifically? There are more guards dressed in the colors of Nanept than we would normally see, or we see strange soldiers of a type we've never seen before? You see more town guards on duty, as well as actual soldiers from Nanept. People who would normally just be in the army stations somewhere are patrolling the streets. Guys, I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, yeah. Why don't we head to the the Sapphire Sabres? Yes. Hey, what do you do with Stripey? Uh, carry him. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point being invisible. I'll let him run along, run alongside us. I mean, I'll, I'll tell him, okay, Stripey, we're going to the Sapphire Saber. We'll meet you there. Well, of note, he may not be invisible, but you did pass without trace him. Correct. Yes, he is passed without trace. So couldn't he, like, tail us, but be, like, stealthy? Yeah, Stripey, we're going to the Sapphire Saber. Meet us there. Take whatever back alleys you can along the way. Try to stay hidden and out of sight as much as possible. We'll say that he can understand you well enough. Okay. Maybe we should follow him, since we're invisible, and he's finding a quiet path to get there. Maybe. I mean, he does have a keen sense of smell. He does. Which is not a useless ability in Dungeons & Dragons. Correct. No, not at all. Couldn't he burrow once we get to the outside? Like, couldn't he burrow through, down through the street, or the dirt paths that are around here? True, he could, but it would be a lot slower than... Well, who, who cares how slow we go? We, we, we have no sense of time. Like, we like yes, there's urgency, but, like, That's true. what time of day is it? It's like 6 p.m., so a little before sunset. We're already going to get to the Sapphire Saber late. Yeah, so if he burrows, he goes, any move moves, he goes 20 feet uh, per round, which is just slightly slower than you and Aslo walking. So that's not bad. <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> so we just follow the little, like, mound yeah. that comes <laughs> along the ground as he's going. <laughs> yeah, would we, would we be able to follow a pass without traced stripey that's burrowing? Probably not. No. Let's, just, let's just meet him there. Yeah, if he's running along the streets, then we follow him. If he's going to burrow, then we just go our own separate ways and meet him there. Let's meet him there. Let's trust. And this is not Tokus trying to get rid of stripey finally once and for all let's just go to the sapphire saber and expect that he's going to get there and actually if he gets captured or killed you can just resummon him this is something i've known for a long time but it's something that i'm just gonna have to live with at this point because there's no way around it right i mean mechanically we're on the run from the whole of the army and guards of this city theoretically well at least six of them we just yeah we need to get to the saber so let's yeah Let's just go. Let's just meet him there. Let's not just barge in there. Let's let's try to scope it out. Like, is it still intact? Well, we're invisible, so we yeah we have the element of surprise. So you part with Stripey at least for now, and make your way towards the Sapphire Saber. As you're walking here and there, you pass by a shop or a house that's been burned to the ground. 
Others with doors and shutters broken open, some hanging limply, others hastily repaired. Schnikes. Clearly something has been going on in this town while you were gone. Wow. Yeah, man. You know, do you guys remember playing Ocarina of Time and like how when oh, you totally. first become adult Link and you go back to the town and it's just like a mess and it's creepy and there's zombies yeah. walking around. Like that's that's the vibe I'm getting right now. That is so funny that you mentioned that. So funny because Xander and I, my, my four-year-old son and I are watching a 10-hour playthrough of the Ocarina of Time on YouTube. <laughs> We're watching 10 minutes per night before he goes to bed. And we just got to the point where Link turns into adult Link and went to get opponent. But yeah, he's like, Xander's like, what are those guys? What happened? Like, all those zombies <laughs> that come up, you know, like when you get back to the, the castle. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, dude, Ganondorf's in power now. So the whole world is dark. <laughs> he's like trying to wrap his mind around how it... That, he traveled <laughs> seven years into the future. Yeah, seven now years Ganondorf into the future, is in yeah. power. Yep. Such an epic story. Those are great times. I, I, such a cherished childhood memory of mine. I played played it with my older brother. It is. Oh, dude. I don't know how many times I played that game. I know. I wanted to, since we're watching through it, um, I want to go buy a Nintendo 64 now so we can uh, <laughs> we can play it on the old controllers. I think I still have our old 64, by the way. You do? Yeah. What? Yeah. I might have to borrow it at some point. <laughs> but the last time I tried to use it, like seven or eight years ago, um, anytime you accidentally like bump it or you know pull on the controller mm. cord, it, it like freezes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> so anyway, you could check McKay's. Yeah, that's true. McKay's might have one. They always have old Nintendo sixty. Do you still have all your games for it, Brian? Uh, I have a few later. I think Jay has all the games actually. Do I? I don't think so. I, I got... remember you having a big tray of games because mm. like that's really expensive. Ocarina of Time is still like seventy something bucks. Oh wow, really? Oh yeah, it's retained its value. It's a collector's item now. Hmm. You can just get a remake. Yeah, true. I could emulate it. I don't want to talk about that on the show. Yeah, that wouldn't be the that wouldn't be legal or the same as the old N sixty four controller. Yeah, <laughs> if you have the old cartridge, you should just try to play the OG. Right. Yes, exactly. It's it's totally like that. It's like we've entered the dark world. I look I look around for zombies. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not quite that. It's not uh, not that the cult has planted crystals around the town. Although, who knows? Maybe they have. Yeah, maybe they have enough now to encircle the entire city. And we're a ticking time bomb. All right. So back to the saber. You return to Sapphire Saber. As far as you can tell, everything at the guild seems to be in order. There's a fairly typical level of activity with adventurers coming in and out. I don't know if I'm comfortable with us breaking the invisibility yet, guys. I whisper to my friends. Me neither. Mm. Is there anything we have to interact with people here? Like, uh, Aslo, you have stuff, don't you? I do things sometimes. Um, I'm trying to see what I do. You could you could message without breaking invisibility, right? Yeah. Yeah, I could. No. You can, that's casting a spell. Oh, never mind. Right. Well, is there somebody right. that we trust and we could go whisper in their ear and be like, "Don't be alarmed." There's Ribbon End and Eldrak. We trust both Alendria. We trust all all of those people. Yeah. Do we see any familiar faces when we sneak into the guild? Uh, Ribbon End's at the counter, like always. You could go to the tavern area and see if Eldrak is there. Yeah. Is it? Was that Eldrak or was it? It's not Eldrak. Uh, some call him the Drake. I believe. Oh, it was him. Yeah, Eldrak the Drake. I mean, we, we pick somebody who is very trustworthy that we are willing to blow our cover talking to. And who would that be? Ribbon End is the quest fulfillment guy. Eldrak is the bartender. I don't know if it's either of them. Can we look for somebody else? Alandria, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, Alandria, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the only other contact that I can think of are the ones that you met. Like the top level people that you talked with briefly. Yeah, we yeah. we we look for one of these said top level peoples to talk to. From my notes, Adamantite members, Kim Skelly, Tafe. Oh, we definitely trust Tafe and Shogar. Oh, we need to talk to Tafe. I mean, we failed our mission. Or Chalcom, Faylard, and uh, Sedena. These people fulfill two things, right? One, we trust them, right? Versus a lot of other people in this place. Two. Uh, we need to update them anyway. There's also Deccan, who is the front desk operator, and Kilburn, who's a guy who <laughs> who read notices on the job board for us one time randomly. <laughs> we just stopped him. We're like, here, read this notice to us. <laughs> I, I think we should shoot for the moon and try to find Tafe. 
or another or Chalka member. Kilburn. Oh, yes, TAFE. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely TAFE. Uh, yeah, let's find TAFE. TAFE first, then Alendria, then the Drake, then Rivetend. All right, so that's your descending order of how much you trust them? Correct. Yep. So we stalk the hallways of the Saber. All right, well, the Adamantite members, if they're around, are likely to be in some of the back rooms having meetings or... Or the council rooms or judges chamber or something like that. We sneak into the back room and try to get in on the meeting. We sneak in. This is urgent enough. We have news. They're not going to be upset. I mean, they'll be a little upset with us, but I think I think we have news worthy enough of jumping in on their meeting. Dude, we're straight up steel members now. I mean, it's not like we're bronzies anymore. We can just like, we can like drop the invisibility and be like, we're so sorry we had to intrude, but... We have news. Yeah, exactly. We can, be all like, we can play it off like we're the heroes and we're cool. <laughs> I mean, both of those things are true. Why would we have to play it off like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you do. Like, we're all kneeling when we drop the invisibility, you know? Yeah, that would be cool. Like, we do, like, a cool Charlie's Angels pose, and then they're like, all right, Hezlo, drop the spell. <laughs> and then we just appear <laughs> in, like, an awesome action pose. <laughs> <laughs> the Triple exactly. A team's here. Yeah. Ginyu Force. Yeah, like like exactly. Like Aslo and I will put our arms together and then Shaba will lay across the floor to be like the line in the A. Mm. Like we'll, we'll be the V, you and I, yeah. Aslo. I'll be the really long A. And then Shaba will like lay out like with your legs crossed. Yeah, with my hand on my head. Yeah. Head propped up on my elbow. Perfect. Nailed it. All right, Thane, we do that. That's the pose that we reappear as. Yeah, Thane, all of that that we just said, we do that. Go. Ready? Go. Okay, so you're hunting for Tafe. You go back through the corridors of the guilds, and you're uh, trying to recall where his offices might be. You haven't actually been there yourselves, so give me an investigation check, and we'll see if you can find them in time before your invisibility runs out. All right. That's a 19 for Aslo. It's going to be a 15 for Shaba. I only got a 10... Oh, yeah. Do we see Stripey? Are we with Stripey? He hasn't made it back yet. Uh, I mean, you went straight there and you told him to take side roads and whatever, so. Yeah. Okay. Shaba, it's okay. And I, I, I put my hand on your, I guess I can't reach your shoulder. I'll put it on your knee and say. You don't know where I am because I'm invisible. Shaba, I'm, I'm trying to comfort you with my words, even though I can't touch you. Just take heart. He'll be here. He'll make it. Uh, I hope so. You're probably all holding hands or shoulders or something so that you're yeah. staying close anyway because you can't see each other. Yeah, exactly. We're definitely holding hands just like we do when we fall asleep when we're having sleepovers, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. That's how we were. I I didn't agree to this. <laughs> well, you're already asleep when, whenever I start holding your hand. Tokus wakes up and like, is that why we've been holding hands in the morning? <laughs> I, like, I always wake like, up and my hands are all sweaty. What's the deal with that? I was wondering why that happened. Never understood why that was happening. <laughs> so Aslo, you managed to use your intuition and your knowledge of the guild layout and you locate Tafe's office. Guys, this way. Yes. Tafe's office. All right. Yeah, it's got a nice, sturdy, fancy door with a big plaque on the front. His name, Tafe Quatai. All right. Tight. All right, we slip inside. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll go up and try the handle. Okay, you're not going to knock or anything first? You just open it? Yes, we just open. Yeah, what's the point of being invisible if you're going to knock on stuff? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Come on, Thane. Actually, I cast the knock spell. <laughs> yeah. No, we just try the try the handle. Okay. It seems unlocked, so you can pull down on the knob and push it open. Okay. Yep. 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 Okay, we're getting there. We try to do that and, like, get all three of us inside and close the door as quickly as possible. Okay, well, as soon as you open the door far enough to actually see into the room, you see Tafe sitting at his desk looking straight at the door. It looks like he was in the middle <laughs> of writing some papers or something. Cool, cool. We'll go ahead and keep doing what Aslo suggested we do. We'll just all slip inside and close the door. So you just let yourselves in anyway? Yep, has to be done. And then all three of us start whispering immediately, Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave, 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 it's us. It's, it's the AAA team, we're invisible. Hey, Dave, it's the AAA team. Listen, everything's okay. Don't, don't be alarmed, it's us. Yeah. Before you're even all inside the room, Tafe is already reaching down for the rapier at his hip and standing up. That's totally fine. We will get all the way inside the room and we will close the door before we begin speaking. Yep. And we'll do the pose and then drop the spell. Yeah. Tafe, calm your emotions. It's okay. No, we don't want to drop the spell yet. We, we want to tell Tafe it's us. We're invisible. We're hiding out. Tafe, it's us. It's Aslo Shaban Tokus. It's us. You know we're us. We're invisible. 
in case you can't tell. We did just like you said. We went to Marengar to hide the crown, remember? Remember we had the whole thing, conversation about the cult? We're invisible because we're hiding out. The, some guards tried to attack us as soon as we came back through the teleportation portal. We don't know what's going on. Do you know anything about that? He doesn't let down his guard any, especially since he still can't see you. But you see his shoulders drop just a little bit. It says, sad things have happened while you were gone. Look, it's us. I take off my steel badge and I put it on his desk and then let go of it. He sees it as it catches the light. We're doing all this because we don't want to give up the tasty spell slot that Brian spent? Because we don't know that it's safe yet. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we don't, we're not sure we can trust this TAFE. Even though we trust TAFE, we still don't know what the circumstances or situation... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair, Shaba. That's fair. Okay. That is discouraging news. Lately, we, along with the guards, have all been attempting to root out members of the cult, and... It sounds as though my suspicions were correct, and they have infiltrated the guard themselves. Oh, no. Mm. Are they just attacking anyone who comes through the teleportation circle? That would explain why some of those guards, Shaba, wanted to attack us, and some were hesitant to. Yeah, but what justification could they give to their cohorts? Well, if the town's on high alert to root out cult members that could be the alibi that they wanted to take us in for questioning but like no they didn't want to take us in for questioning they tried to kill us but like what was it about our appearance that immediately signaled to them cult knows our appearance shaba they know who we are yeah no no but but like for them to lie to their co-workers and say these are enemies of the crown what was it about us that would allow them to do that well, also, I think there was enough of them, right? It seemed like more of the guards at the teleportation station were with the cult than weren't. Oh, it was about, it seemed like about 50-50. Six and five plus the operator. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're a police officer and you just shoot someone in the head, like, what do you say to your other police officer that's like, oh, well, th- it, I shot him in the head for blah, 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 this reason. Like because right, like they just have because to be they to looked it. like because they looked bad. No, you don't say that. It's because they were doing something. It sounds as though they were not afraid of being revealed if it meant taking you down. Okay, uh. so we're such high level targets for the cult that they were willing to risk their jobs to kill us. Well, yeah, we have we have the crown of Altoria. It's not that we're super amazing and awesome. You know, it's not like we're a high level of the Sapphire Saber. We That's have true. the precious artifact. Right. Yeah, they want to spend resources on us. It makes sense. I, I see what you're saying. So they're kamikazeing themselves to, yeah. to do us in. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Like those guards might lose their posts because the other guards might rat them out. Sure. But they don't care because if they're the ones who get to say that they killed us and bring it to the cult, then they'll be... They might be quarreling about that right now as we speak, like trapped in the teleportation room or breaking out and like having to like self-arrest other guardsmen. (laughs) Right. True. Yeah, true. Mm. The complete chaos that we walked away from. I mean, it was already. Mm -hmm. Tafe, what are we supposed to do? We tried to keep the crown safe, man. And they still found us. There was a Dark Rider, and we, I mean, we got to make Shaba some really cool armor because of the Dark Rider that we defeated, but (laughs) still. Like, that, yeah. Can't see. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't see. We're invisible. Well, you'll have to wait till later. But can you take off your armor so Tafe can see the really cool armor? (laughs) (laughs) No, that'll take too long (laughs) by the game rules, but you'll have to see it later. It's really cool. I'll take my badge back, by the way. Just so I don't forget it on the table. It's happened before. If you have a few minutes, I can try to update you on these happenings around town. Yes. Yes, please do. Well, in some ways, it's unfortunate that you're back and bringing the crown with you. But on the other hand, if they were already attacking you there, then it seems as though our plan failed. They must have some way of tracking your movements. In fact, they might have even known that you were about to teleport back. Oh, man. If they have that many guards as members of the cult ready and waiting for you, they must have known. The reaction was quite swift. Stripey gets back and I like lift up his belly and there's like a little tracking device beeping underneath. <laughs> Stripey. <laughs> well, listen, hang on. Tafe, Tafe, buddy, pal, is there somebody in the guild that knows magic, like really exotic magic? Because both myself and Aslo have experienced really weird, creepy, perhaps shadow powered dreams. And like I myself might be the liability. Toka starts to think about it. Like I'm attuned to dark magic and this cult operates with dark magic like maybe maybe i'm the liability maybe i'm the beacon but you know aslo didn't you experience one of those weird wacko dreams 
Yeah, I had yeah. a strange dark dream where it felt like real life and they were, I'd been completely separated from everyone. And you were missing your throat. That's right. I, I lost my throat in that dream. They were able to contact us even there. Yeah, we did theorize at one point that it was perhaps these dreams that were allowing them to possibly discern our location. Yeah, I mean, if they're infiltrating their mind, our minds through those dreams, then they could like learn about, you know, location or what we're doing or our intentions all through the dream realm. That's terribly powerful, high-level magic. That is certainly possible. The cult must have many high-level wizards and powerful warlocks working for them. From what I've heard, it seems as though they've gathered several artifacts as well. Did you just say several? Mm. They already had the throne to begin with, did they not? We believe so, yes. Yes. If they have the throne, and they perhaps found the scepter, and who knows what other artifacts they may be searching for. There were many powerful treasures owned by the Empire, much like your bracelet. So wait, you're saying there are more artifacts than just the bracelet, the crown, the throne, and the scepter. There's more out there with this level of power? Not as part of that group, but he's saying that because they've been exploring all these places, they've probably uncovered other just general, you know, general artifacts or items of great power that could have helped them. So you're saying this whole campaign where we've hunted and found two artifacts, the cult and its huge network of power and influence have been scouring the planet and calmly, casually collecting other items of epic Proportions. Pretty much. Think what that's that's <laughs> that, what that about sums it up. Yep. Yeah, pretty, yep. I would say so. <laughs> yep. Tafe, what are we gonna do? Tokus, these guys are like the Nazis in Indiana Jones. They're just running around collecting ancient artifacts yep. to use their magic power for evil. Mm-hmm. What happened? That's what's been happening since the beginning that nobody would take us seriously about. All right. Well, I said I would update you on the events around here. So let's go back to a little over a month ago. Uh, reports began to circulate among the townspeople that the king's soldiers and we at the Sapphire Saber were rounding up citizens for unknown reasons. Up to that point, we had managed to maintain relative quiet in our search for the cult, but that's when I believe we drew a little too much attention. The people's requests for information from the king were met with silence or unhelpful responses that only served to create more confusion. Then, about three weeks ago... A riot broke out in Low Market, as a prominent brewer and his family were arrested. Several rioters were injured in the fighting, and one man was regrettably killed. Unrest continued to rise in response, and the people called for an explanation. Finally, a few days later, the king put out an announcement that there were large numbers of enemy spies present in the city, and the recent martial activity was directed towards them. The citizens' response was divided, with some accepting the explanation and calming down, others insisting that this was a lie to cover up something more sinister. Of course, you know the truth. Over the last two weeks, there have been a number of riots, several fires, some accidental, some rumored to be intentional. No one agrees who set them. The king hasn't offered up any more information. We're attempting to maintain secrecy as much as we can, but the guards have been forced to deal with the unrest, and they've stopped arresting so many people. We don't have the manpower to handle it all. In addition to that, unseasonably harsh weather in the bay over the past week or so has kept ships anchored, which undoubtedly contributes to the unrest as workers, sailors, and fishermen are all unable to work. Yeah, that sounds like the scepter, maybe, guys. Like, isn't that what the scepter does? Oh, you think so? Oh, dude. Do we know what the scepter does? It controls weather? The scepter controls weather. Uh, that is good insight. Oh my gosh, dude. I think they have the scepter and they're using it on the... Support, mm. dude. Tokus. Wow, that I, was a I never would have caught big that brain one. moment for you. Yeah, big brain. And if they have that scepter, who who knows what other powers it has? If it can literally disrupt the entire sea trade just with its presence, mm. it could make it snow in July. The bigger question is, what is the cult's ultimate goal here? Causing this unrest. What are they aiming at? Now that we know what actually went down, Tafe, it would have been better if we executed every single one of those traitorous guards. We let them go. They're going to report back to the beehive, and this beehive is about to get very angry. Mm-hmm. Very, very angry. Like, this is the hornet's nest. That's true. They know they'll, they're going to report to the other cult members. They're going to know that we're here. We have to act fast. What do we do? Well, from the sounds of it, they already know where you are. They're tracking your positions at 
They may even know that you're right here speaking with me. Uh oh. Is there any way to to magically discern how they could be tracking us? Yeah, we need to talk to the mages in the guild, right? Yeah. We need a high-level mage stat. There are many spells that can be used to scry on others. So you think it's just a normal run-of-the-mill type scrying spell, but they're just using it to find us? It's possible. We have an amulet that would protect one of you from being scryed upon, but it's not sufficient to protect all of you. Well, but if we can figure out which one of us is most vulnerable to the scrying, I think it's myself or Aslo. We're the ones that have gotten the Mm. weird dreams, and I'm the one that has... I've gone to the Shadow Realm. I mean, like, every time I cast a shadow spell, maybe I give off something, you know? Mm. I don't know how it works. I'm not a high-level mage. I'm just speculating, guys. Yeah, I'm just wondering how, how much use that would be to us. I mean, I guess it's better than nothing, right? This room should be warded against direct scrying, so they shouldn't hear what we're talking about, but they may very well have seen you enter. We, we were invisible, and we also had a really cool spell that Shaba knows that makes us, like, undetectable or less detectable sound-wise, so... I mean, we are still invisible, aren't we? Yeah. Man, what a mess. So if they're scrying on you, then it just looks like you're talking to yourself. Well, they could hear you too. Well, we don't have time to... Like, this needs to get out, Tafe. Like, we tried to do the little side mission you gave us, and we failed. They found us. They've been finding us. We, we, We need to meet with, like, the highest folks in the guild... Get them up to date with what's going on and get the full backing of the guild to protect the crown. Like, we can't be trusted with it anymore, I think. Like, it needs full protection. Well, can the guild be trusted? Who? Yeah, who in the guild can be trusted and can we entrust it to you guys? I mean, Tafe, come on, you've been thinking about the crown since we were gone, right? Weren't we going to, like, give it to somebody else or put it someplace safe, destroy it? We need to do something. Cast it into the fires of Mount Dune? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know of no way to destroy the crown. I've given the question much thought on who might be best suited to hold it. However, all that I have unearthed has led me to more worry. I fear that there may even be members of the cult within this guild, even amongst the higher ranks. Oh, man. Well, who's safe? Is there anybody we can trust? I would say myself, but I then would be too much of a target. Why don't we try to... Do you have a bag of holding? Why don't we try to cast it into the astral plane? That would at least buy us time. That's true. We'd have to waste the the bag of holding. Yeah, aren't there spells that, like, banish things to other dimensions? Other planes? Couldn't we use something like that? If the cult has really high-level mages, though, Aslo, they'll be able to eventually, perhaps, locate the crown, but it'll take a lot of time and a lot of high-level spellcasting to do so Mm. yeah they'll have to first find out that we've done that and that would probably be difficult for them to we could perhaps buy some time that way but on the other hand we then lose any control that we have over the crown and it will be only a matter of time before they take it at that point right well tafe we haven't been able to leverage the strength of the crown ourselves are you saying that we try to leverage its power and become a force to be reckoned with how, I mean, who who's going to wield it? It's certainly not Aslo. I mean, sorry, buddy, you're great, but, like, you don't have <laughs> hundreds of followers. Like, who who's trustworthy that has hundreds of followers that's actually going to oppose the cult? We've been trying to figure this out. Have you considered King Alarand Ormog? We have, yes. Mm. But because he's so neutral. Oh, maybe he's not neutral anymore, Shaba. He has been assisting us in attempting to root out the cult. Okay, so you know that he's still alive and well even though that communication with the castle has been lacking, right? No, we are on good communication terms with the castle. Oh, okay. I thought you said that there were unhelpful or non-existent answers when... Oh, that was when the people were asking why all the arrests were happening, Then he wasn't really answering them because he was trying to keep the purpose secret. Oh, okay. Right. Without letting them know that the cult was here. Okay, good. So we know the king hasn't been assassinated. I thought there was like radio silence from the castle and we didn't know what was going on there. Okay, that's good. So are you saying that you could get us an audience with the king... If we can get to the king and give him the crown, he'll use it? Or at least keep it safe. Well, we kind of want him to use it and then be a force to be reckoned with to root out the cult, right? He could certainly put it to better use than you would be able to. Right, and Aslo, Aslo, you already got the plus two cha from it. Mm, that's true. But wouldn't plus that... Plus two cha. Wouldn't giving King Ormog the crown then paint the target on his back? It would. And that would be terrible news for the country if you were to be killed for the crown. Yes, 
it would. Oh, right. So if we were if we were to do this, Dave, the full backing of the guild would need to shift perhaps from spending resources on rooting out cult members. Like maybe we can still do that passively. We would have to switch full blown to supporting the king's defenses and whatever he plans to do with the new power. I imagine like it would be it would be an abrupt change of strategy that hopefully the cult's not listening in on and they wouldn't be ready for. They hopefully wouldn't be ready for a switch from us rooting out cult members in secret to a full blown frontal kind of an attack. I mean, we know maybe where their headquarters is, you know, like why why should we stay here where we have the disadvantage and they can keep taking secret pot shots at us? Well, that brings up a great point, Togus, and based on what you said before about your theory that they're using the scepter to control the weather would they need to be in close proximity to an area in order to use the scepter and could we then discern whether the scepter might actually be in the city i would imagine it's close proximity it's probably somewhere nearby yeah i would think so too yeah and they're using it on the bay or the the port so if it's close by do we maybe have a chance to get it back 